four, three, two, one, go. Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, like to sit back with people, have some drinks, and recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. You can follow the podcast on Twitter. That's at Kilgallen's Pub. Also on Instagram, at Kilgallen's Pub. Give myself a follow on all the platforms. That's at Joe Kilgallen on all the places. Uh, YouTube especially. Been really uh, pumping out a lot of shit on YouTube, so if you guys could subscribe there, really appreciate that. Big thanks, as always, to everyone who's been listening. Uh, you guys are the best. I do it for you. I also do it for me because I'm a fucking narcissist who likes to talk a lot. I've got a very fun podcast in store for you. Uh, great guest. But before I introduce you formally, my man, mm-hmm. I got an announcement, everybody. We have a date. James and I, we worked hard last week, James. Yeah, we grinded it out, baby. We did. We did it. Uh, it was something we probably could have done a little bit more. I, I think It sounds great, man. I listened to it. I don't know if you listened to it a couple times. Yeah. I've listened to it. It sounds great. The album has a date. Uh, my second album, Joe Kilgallen, Can't Complain, is the title. Uh, will be on available on all the platforms on Apple Music, iTunes, whatever the fuck it's called these days. They're switching the name. I don't know if you guys heard that. Yeah, they broke I, it up into three. Yeah, iTunes is going to be, and it's just going to be like Apple Music and then Apple Movies, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Spotify, Pandora, uh, Amazon, Google Play. Buy it on iTunes though, because my first one opened number one on iTunes, and I want this one to open number one on iTunes as, as well. But it's going to be coming out Thursday, June twentieth. And if you were in the Chicago area, we're going to have the album slash special release show and party be like a stand-up show and then like you know we'll all get drunk and, and dance afterwards that will be at north bar on friday june 21st a 9 p.m show i'll be posting the ticket link to that uh it'll be available now as soon as you're listening to this it'll be out there so definitely check that out if you're in chicago it's only about three weeks away it's gonna be a lot of fun oh, really, yeah. really proud of this album um one of those things where i'm like yeah i'm pretty funny and then i listen to this back and i'm like dude i'm fucking good yeah. i'm fucking good kids <laughs> I am going to get a little cocky because I, I am very happy with how it turned out. But we got a fun one in store for you. Uh, this dude's been referenced on this podcast several times uh, in, in good ways, I think. <laughs> uh, the dude's a hilarious Chicago comedian. I've known him since he was 21. Yeah. You know, you're 21. Probably younger. Probably younger. Uh, everyone, the very funny Todd Massey. Thanks for having me, Joe. Dude, what's up? Dude, you got a podcast on the horizon. We'll get to that because I, I love the concept. I love your co-host. The two of you together are just like uh, – I almost said Brilliant Idiots, which is actually the name of a podcast that's pretty popular, which uh, would have been an ultimate title for you guys, I feel like. Uh, dude, you um, do you remember when we first like met? What I liked about you right away is you were a new comic, but you had like this confidence to be like, hey, what the fuck, Joey? Like You had, you had that, um, I don't know, your, your Chicago area product, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't know. I just kind of really liked how you were just one of those dudes who didn't – you didn't seem to shy away because a lot of new comics shy away from the older comics. But you were just like, hey, well, fuck you, you fucking asshole. Like that kind of guy. Yeah, well, I mean, it, you know, if you look on like, uh, you know, when I, I was going through like my Facebook, just like, you know, when did I start or whatever. And it was like it was high school. I was a junior. So I was going. Wait, up, you started stand up when you were a junior? Holy yeah, shit. At the Edge Comedy Club. Damn. And uh, I but that wasn't like. I feel like I met you when you were like twenty, going on twenty one. Yeah. So maybe I met you. A oh few well, years that's after. when I moved to the city. That's when, when you moved I was to the twenty. City. Okay. But then uh, prior to that, in high school, I, I would go up to the edge, and that I would only go to the edge, you know, just because that was the the first thing you Googled was that was like the first thing that popped up for like all ages. Yeah, just so everyone knows, the edge was uh, the Edge Comedy Club, which was in Chicago at like. Uh, Performing Arts Theater, one of those theater complexes. Yeah, uh, Halstead in Chicago. Yes, it was run by a guy named Dave Odd, who's a right. really odd dude. It was a very it was a stage yeah. name, of course, Dave Odd. Um, I got along with Dave, and now he forges mushrooms. I think he just picks mushrooms he and makes, sells them and makes bank. Bank. 
It's, it's a, I remember doing a couple road gigs with him before he got fully invested into that because mm-hmm. he would book, you know, the Edge Comedy Club and then he would set up like little one nighters throughout like Wisconsin, Indiana, Chicago, all within like a couple hours of the city. And that dude was a very nature freak, uh, you know, loved animals type of dude. I remember um, going by his apartment once like he'd, he'd run in to get something. He's like, oh, come on in. I'm like, all right, fine. And it's it smelled like a pet store. Yeah. He had snakes. Yeah, turtles, opened, cats, dogs. He opened up his trunk to get flyers once, and there was a there was a container full of uh, snake skins. And yeah. I was just like, "What the fuck?" Is that? <laughs> Have either one of you gone foraging with him? I, no. Well, I didn't go foraging. I didn't like on purpose. We were on the way to a show, and he was like, "We got 15 minutes. We're making a great time." And we like pulled over, and I was like on my phone going, "There's no fucking reception." I'm such a city boy, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "This is the best shit," and just like yanking root out of the ground and going i'm gonna sell this to some st-. and i and he did he, and i went with him once to um because we had to go i can't remember we were picking up flyers from somewhere downtown and then there was a couple nice restaurants and he walked out with a couple hundred bucks in cash it was nuts and um i remember because when i when i moved to the city when i was 20 i got that job at uh takashi which was a michelin star restaurant it was about to become a michelin star restaurant so it's a, it's a serious you know goal for restaurants to get you know in that guide and uh big time he would come in and sell truffles you know and i just remember it being like well, that's that's dave why well, you know how, and how does he on a first name date basis with like ming size buddy you know and they're they're going over truffles and prices and then you're like oh i guess there is there is money in it but then um i think he eventually had to go legit though that's the thing about, yeah. Yeah. we know a lot of these dudes who have good ideas but they're they forget oh yeah you have to pay taxes dude. yeah you can't just keep like making a Four or five hundred dollars a day selling mushrooms you picked without eventually someone going, yeah, dude, you, you got to file some shit here, bud. Yeah, he definitely had that uh, that spirit. I mean, he he bought a farm from the coin collection that he, uh, you know, you know. Did he really? I never heard that. Yeah, well, good so on him, man. He did that. Uh, it was remember that like thing that happened on um, online that one time where the guy had like a paperclip and he he moved it up to eventually get a house. Do you remember that story? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the story. Sold a bunch of stuff on eBay or something like that. Like yeah, it was worse. Craigslist yeah. and uh, eBay. He's, he just kept selling something. So it's like, you know, he sold a paperclip for 50 cents. So then he, or he traded something, and then that was like a Hot Wheels car. That Hot Wheels car turns into, you know, he was oh, trading you know, yeah. a candle. Well, that's what move. that Gary Vaynerchuk guy does. He does a thing where he goes to garage sales to flip stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I've actually done it a couple. I did it a couple times last, like, uh, summer, like, going into fall. Like, at the end good? of that. Um, I, I did a, You know what I did? I flipped... Uh, I, what I did was I went to Goodwill, and they had, like, a plush The Grinch doll. Yeah. And I bought it for, like, 99 cents. still had the tag on it. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll flip this. And I ended up selling it for, like, twelve ninety nine on eBay. Hell, yeah. Off of 99 cents. <laughs> and then um, there was these starting lineup toys. I, I think I bought the three of them for, like, 20 bucks, and I flipped them for, like, 60 So, yeah, there was a few. But then you, the problem was um, you have to be, like, patient with it. You have to yeah. sit on it. But this dude – all right, so he took the paper clip and he kept building. I didn't mean well, to cut you off. Well, he didn't do the paper – he I don't know what he started with. But then um, he got these coins, and then he started getting into the coin collecting on top of doing the produce thing because he still does the produce thing because um, I, I, I know that just I, – I think he – I'm pretty positive he still has the odd produce. But, uh, but he got a coin that was, like, a super rare coin from Asia. It had like a panda or something on it, something special about it. But in that, was worth thousands of dollars. Oh. Uh, you know, I know you're being serious, but it's funny to me. Like it's from Asia. It's got a fucking panda on it. I don't know. It just <laughs> seems like the most, you were being sincere as hell, but I interpreted it like I don't know. What are these Asians like? Pandas? They got a panda on it. Yeah, you, we got an eagle. They got a panda, and that yeah, it, it, makes so, sense. Then yeah, and then the, one day there was like a Facebook post. He was like, "Yeah, I bought a farm," and then uh, it was just from that one coin, I think. 
But, wow. But then uh, to get back to the Takashi thing was uh, there was a guy that I knew, uh, Dave Park, that, you know, it's weird because when you're working at a job, you meet these guys and you, you, don't, you don't really know who the heck they're going to be or whatever they're doing. And, and, and chefs especially because they're all working in the kitchen. So it's like some of the guys, it's, it's, it's a lot like stand-up, right? You're going to see these guys that are like the drunk, fun ones, and then you're going to see these guys that are like completely um, – you know, on the ball with everything. And this this one guy, David, he wasn't even the sous chef, but he was definitely the chef that was, you know, when you, he was there, and then when night ended, he left, and then a lot of chefs would, you know, go out drinking, right? Totally. Well, then that guy just started, he started a uh, restaurant called Hand Bun, because we were friends on Facebook, so you just follow this, and then uh, it was in the suburbs somewhere. Well, then that ends up getting traction on the, the food circle thing, where it's like there's this food court, that you know has this Asian restaurant called Hanbun, and it's you know out of this world, you know this 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 food, and um, see he just opened up his first restaurant uh, maybe like a month ago, and that's on Chicago and uh, it's on Chicago and something. I, I, it's by my house actually, by Eckerd Park. It's where that Green Zebra. Wait, Dave did or this other guy? This other guy. Oh, the other guy. And oh, then gotcha. Dave Park did. Yeah, there's two Daves in this, but Dave Park opens up this restaurant, and now that's on the Tribune as like, you know, this is the new hot restaurant. So that guy was trained under Takashi, but then you is saw Dave Park Asian. Dave Park's Asian, of course. Yeah. Well, Park, yeah, is the name that could, I guess it's mostly an Asian name. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But Parker, not no, Asian. Not Asian at all. Park Asian. It's but then I saw. But I saw Dave Ott. I, you know, he's like, you know, check this guy, out. and it's like I, I'm positive he's selling truffles to that guy too. So then I think that's how his business grows. Basically, is just well, yes, networking. You know, it's like a lot of things. Yeah. I feel like you get, you know, you go to one restaurant, and sell them these mushrooms that he was foraging, and they go, "This guy finds good that's stuff," and then they tell a couple other people. And then before you know it, you're hitting up a whole little area, and you're the mushroom guy. Uh, so yeah, I mean, good on it. I'm I'm a big fan of anybody who makes their own way and kind of goes the unconventional route. Yeah, you know, because it isn't that the whole then that re- American dream. Yeah, that's the real American dream. That that spirit of American idealism yeah. right there, and um, American exceptionalism or whatever the fuck word I was trying to use there. Uh, yeah, I'm all about that. I wish more people would try to do that. Right. You know, when I when you talk about the paperclip guy, there are people out there. Like he was, was doing that for hits online. <laughs> Probably. Well, it's an interesting thing, though. He's doing that for his blog. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. I know everyone talks about flipping real estate and how, you know, because real estate's always such a good investment. I, until it wasn't, though, because right. when it crashed in 08, everyone reminded me people who own houses underwater or whatever the term is. Uh, it's it's cool the idea that oh you don't you could flip other shit too yeah you know what I mean there are people like I I heard someone saying um fucking basketball cards are getting more popular again like old ones or new new ones, ones. Uh, you know see I was really into baseball cards as a kid and um I saw like someone had like a couple unopened boxes of like eighty nine Don Ross and mm-hmm. ninety Flair and they were selling them real cheap that was the thing about like Facebook Marketplace and Let Go and Offer Up and Craigslist to an right. extent although Craigslist is kind of become more for classifieds and finding apartments i think got too many people got killed on craigslist so people are like i'm not buying shit off of weirdos did people really die on a couple people a couple but what's people a couple did. to like a, thousands ex- of exactly hundreds of thousands of you know it's gonna happen it almost makes me think of abby sanchez who's been on the podcast a couple times everyone he's got this cool joke where because the news is so negative they'll be like you know 30 people were shot in chicago this weekend yeah, what about the other two million nine hundred you yeah, know thousand who had a great time? You great know, they, time. you don't talk about how much fun they had. So, uh, yeah, with the Craigslist, with Facebook people, although this woman got murdered on Facebook and her baby got ripped out of her, so that's pretty bad. But um, that, that was, was a just, Facebook thing. Yeah, that was a, she got found on Facebook Marketplace. She was buying baby clothes. There's a story. I think it's a na- no, no, it's a national news. It yeah, better be national. Yeah, that's a fucking major story. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. 
They killed this poor 19, 20-year-old girl. Maybe younger than that. She might be like 18, 17. Yeah, she was 17. 17, pregnant, and you know, some woman was like, oh, I'm selling kids' clothes on Facebook Marketplace, which I see. I yeah. bought my son a toy box recently off of Facebook Marketplace. Dude, half the shit in my house comes from Facebook Marketplace. No, Facebook Marketplace, Marketplace is great, yeah. and a lot of people like it more than Craigslist because you have to have a Facebook profile. Yeah, there's you like could, more accountability. There's just right? way more accountability. Like if I was going to buy off of someone where like the deal seemed too good to be true, and then it said like, oh, it, they'll tell you what year they joined Facebook. Mm-hmm. So if it says joined Facebook in 2019, yeah. and the deal sounds too good to be true, their name seems fucked up, their location seems odd, like – you know, I was joking with someone the other day about how segregated Chicago is. Some of that segregation actually could be used to, to your own advantage of safety. Because mm-hmm. if I see it says you live on the west side in a bad neighborhood, because I, I, you know, I know what neighborhoods are bad, mm-hmm. but your last name is super white and your Facebook profile picture is super white, I'm like, this is a bullshit account. Mm-hmm. This is like a bot account right here. I'm right. not going to go meet you somewhere and get fucking sliced. You know. So anyway, a lot of people who are selling that shit are selling it because they're like, they need money quick. You know, I don't know. They got a drug addiction. Who knows what's going on? So they'll sell shit under value. So with the baseball cards, I bought a couple boxes of unopened packs for like 10 bucks total thinking, oh, I could flip these for more. Mm -hmm. And then I looked it up. It's part of like that whole era was overproduced Mm -hmm. because baseball cards were popular. None of them are worth shit right now. Right. You can't like even a Chipper Jones rookie card, unless it's like mint mint, Mm -hmm. it's like seven bucks. It's like it's nothing. If that's like three or four, really. Yeah. I saw something uh, recently. Some. um and I don't know if it's magic because I know those things are worth – it is magic because that, that stuff is worth so much it's money. It's still going too, I heard. Like they're, they're, magic they're the Gathering? Uh, hundreds, thousands, hundreds, like I think they're making a show on Netflix or something about Magic the Gathering now. It's crazy. Yeah, I never really jumped on that. Me well, neither. Well, there's a, there's a video online of some guy. He kind of buys some pack from 1995. He bought like a bunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, yeah I, I spent like a couple thousand dollars on these. Like, but we don't know what's – it was basically just like back in the day when you would open up a thing and find something rare. So, of course, he's opening up the packs, and he finds that, that super rare card. I think it's like that Lotus. I don't know if it's a Lotus, but it's one of them. Guy unpackages a Lotus, and like he basically breaks down because that's just – that's a house. Yeah. You know. Fuck, he, man. It's a, it's a lottery ticket. He's just opening up these packs from 96, and he finds it, and it's literally just like Or for you NBA fans out there, NBA cards are getting really hot again, and uh, Zion Williamson is projected to be the next big thing. So try to get his rookie card. Get his rookie card. Get it. Like, you have to get them graded now. That's the big thing yeah, with these yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah. So you send them to a thing. Or it's going to cost you like 30, 35 bucks. Um to get it graded, and then they'll give you, like, if you get, like, a 10 grade on, like, a Zion Williamson rookie card, it's so you're saying like the new couple thou probably you're talking about like a like Kawhi Leonard's Spurs card rookie year that's worth something now I don't know it's about not him. like that far how far it's, back are we talking about well because to us I know the, the look in your face is just like well, those are new cards those should right. be easy to get it depends like well it probably it's just because it fell off so people stopped collecting them so people so they, stopped they collecting okay. so they 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 went up in price again like that so um, I'm gonna go against Joe and do not buy basketball cards because now they're <laughs> listening. <Yeah. laughs> You and you've missed the, the wave. You've missed the wave. But someone told me they bought um, Giannis from Milwaukee's rookie card, uh-huh. and they bought it like a couple years ago before he like blew up. It'd be great now. It's like it's twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's worth a few hundred. Well, James, you got the computer. Why don't you look up like? Yeah. What do you want? Giannis look rookie up, card. Uh, yeah, Giannis G I A N I S. I'm not. I can't pronounce his last name. Rookie card. Say what we got. Let's see what uh, price is seventeen thousand thirty four thirty four on eBay right now. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, that's pretty for Giannis's rookie card. Yep. yep. 
But is that is now is that just the first one you it's, hit on eBay? It's a so nine point five rated uh, Gold Knights. Dude, what thirteen fourteen? Yeah, seventeen thousand uh, dollars. I have the eBay app real quick, and you could hit like the sold filter, so it shows you what yeah. they sold for. Because what you're looking at might just be what's listed. Yeah. Um, you could look at what's like sold too. So let me jump on that real quick, everybody. <laughs> that is stupid. A piece of paper can get that expensive. I mean, yeah, like well, it's, it's more than a piece of paper. But I hear things you. people I hear will you. pay for it's it. There was stats. a. It's got stats on it. Do you know about the? Uh, there's a, a chess piece from like carved out of uh, what was it? Walrus tusk from uh-huh. like the 1300s I that was that. just found in some Edinburgh family's drawer, and it's worth like a million dollars. Yeah, I can totally see that. Um, they like just found it yesterday or something. The yeah, shit people will pay for, man. Yeah, there's different yeah. ones here, though. But that's like... Oh, Giannis. That's like historical. A lot of these have all yeah. sold for a few hundred here or there, you know? That's crazy, man. That one sold for 800, 300. Yeah, I mean, some of them are like this one. If It depends on the brand, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the hot NBA card brand is. Like, when we were growing up, I mean, Topps was kind of... Topps was the first, but it wasn't, like, a big deal. Mm-hmm. Topps was, like, your everyman one, you know what I mean? Um I don't know what I would equate tops to in shoes. Tops might be like your Adidas, yeah. where Upper Deck was like your Nike. Yeah. That type of deal. So I don't know if Upper Deck is still the hot brand. Then Flair was big. And for baseball cards, there was Don Russ and Score. And yeah. This is, this, is, this is like, you know, like those, those remember those shows, like stock shows, where it's like you got to invest in this yeah. stock or whatever. This is like that for nine Mad years. money. We're just like, <laughs> get into basketball cards. <laughs> if you see a mushroom on the side of the road, pick it up. It's yeah, a Merrill. Yeah. <laughs> what other scams can we give people? It's like, well, what about Bitcoin? No, no, Bitcoin. No, you don't need that. You don't need this Bitcoin's dirt. We don't done. know what that we is. We don't know what's going on with Bitcoin. You got a Wi-Fi? No. I like a good scam, though. I remember I had a teacher in high school tell us about, like, little things you could do. Here was one. He goes, if you're at, like, a Walgreens and it's busy, you got to do it when it's busy. And he always suggested. Uh, ask them to break a 20. And when they ask you how that you want it, say, ah, uh, two tens and a five, which is $25. And he's and just teaching you kids this. Yeah, he says what's the greatest <laughs> about that is when they go, wait, don't you mean 2010? You go, oh, yeah, duh. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not – they're not going to be like, you son of a bitch. You tried to win one – you know, you tried to get an extra $5 out of me. No, because it's such an innocent yeah. way to just give yourself a little five bucks. But it's also like kind of a fucking dumb thing to do. Well, the the one scam that the the old suburban Brookfield scam is if you were Jewel. Because remember, they used to sell the cigarettes on like the other side of the Jewel. So, you know, there's there's cash registers. So, basically, you'd be like, hey, can I get a pack of cigarettes? And you get a pack of cigarettes. And then you have to buy them, you know. You have to go to the, the checkout, right? Yeah. But then you pick up the cigarettes, and then you're just got to keep shopping. And then you just pocket them because there's no, there's no buzzer on it. It's just a pack of cigarettes. So, you're just stealing. So, you would just get a free pack of cigarettes every time you went to Jewel because instead of – Getting the, now they've changed it because now that's in the register part. Yes, you go to yeah. a jewel now. They got wise. They have exactly because everyone was always just going towards the photo thing, getting a pack of cigarettes and then leaving. They're like, how come we're not making money? Yeah. off these things that are just money making. <laughs> yeah, I thought people were addicted to this shit. Why is it? Is no one buying it? Did everyone go healthy for no reason? But then they smarted up and they put it because that used to be like next to the photo. Well, I used to remember the newspaper gag. Yeah, I remember my dad would be like, "Here's a quarter. Go down to the corner and get me a Sun Times." And you'd open it up, and sometimes you grab. You could grab like three of those newspaper things. There's yeah. no stopping you from grabbing more when you put oh, the yeah. change in. Yeah, that's what. That's the way the newspaper business is going under, because they're just they were losing so much money for decades, thinking, oh, we're the newspaper industry, we'll be around forever. Some industries I'm actually like okay that they're going under. Although I like holding the sports section, I kind of like yeah. holding a newspaper. So there's some aspects like that where I'm like, fuck, that's cool. 
And but then in the grand scheme of things, if people aren't buying anymore, it's all just free on your phone. I it's mean, free breaking on your news phone. is right there, and it's just you know. I guess you're buying the journalists now because now it's you know. Yeah, then, well, that's what's the sad part is they can't afford these journalists anymore, and good journalists are like, well, fuck, man, I'm gonna go write a book or do something else because yeah. this isn't a a real career choice anymore. As hard as that career path was in the first place, and think about this. Think about the concept of printing a newspaper. We have to send loggers out to cut down trees, yeah. which we know is not good for the environment. Then they have to take those trees, bring them to these plants that grind them out, you know, do all this crazy shit that turns newspaper them into paper. paper. Then the paper has to be, you know, put on these rolls in which ink gets printed on them. And then we're going <laughs> to pay a bunch of people to write the content that fills the paper, sell some advertisements to fund yeah. it all, hopefully. And then sell it to you, and then drivers have to drive it out to places, yeah. out to like the stands and all the like, you know, little fucking things on the corner, all for fifty cents. Whatever the hell it was, a dollar fifty now. Yeah. I know they've raised it. Um, it's it's an insane economy when you think of it that way. Well, I don't know how it ever made money. Well, it didn't have the internet, so that was the only way you could so get your news. That was the, that's it. And then if you didn't have, if you weren't sitting at home watching the TV, you weren't getting the news. That's so true. that's you know. You gotta get. If and you a lot of the networks something. own papers, like the, like in uh, the Tribune, mm-hmm. own WGN mm-hmm. in Chicago. Now WGN is also a super station, so if you could get it on cable throughout the country, but WGN stands for World's Greatest Newspaper. That's why it's. I WGN. didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Oh, and uh, WLS, which is a radio Pat station. Thomas Sulo, would you learn? No, it's this old <laughs> Chicago uh, knowledge. There, WLS uh, was owned by Sears. WLS was ABC affiliate, and there was a radio, uh, 890 in Chicago was WLS. Uh, Sears, WLS, world's largest store. Huh. Some cool little dad facts for you guys yeah, here. Yeah. I don't know if I got any other You know, hey, congrats you. again. Uh, oh, I thanks, man. I haven't seen yeah. you since you had this, the second one. The man, second one. I awesome. actually had to go pick up his birth certificate today. Really? Yeah, I'm asking my wife. I'm like, all right, I got to go over here, get they it. They keep all it. Right. Um, yeah, they have it, and then you got to go get it. I don't want to just send it to yeah. you, fucking assholes. Um <laughs> <laughs> I think they just do it right then and there. The I, thought, I, thought I had two choices. I had to go to the courthouse downtown or the courthouse in Skokie. I chose Skokie because uh-huh. it's a free parking lot. And uh, it wasn't that bad a, uh, a thing, though, but they charged you 15 bucks. And it's like four bucks a, a copy. So I'm like, yeah, of course I'll get a copy. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know why they don't just give it to you on the spot either. But it's weird. I, I thought I had to have like, paperwork and stuff. I just had to show an ID. <laughs> and like, yeah, that's, that's my kid, that one. <laughs> give me his birth certificate. Seems like it'd be an easy to steal someone's birth. You'd have to like stake out a hospital and be like, they just had a kid. Yeah. And like sneak in the hospital, find out the name, and then hit the courthouse before they do. Nowadays you just gotta ID. sell nowadays you just gotta sell baby clothes on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Get that kid. It's oh, fucked up. That yeah. is fucked up. But I, I think my point about Facebook Marketplace was that it's safer. People often are selling shit way under value, so if you could you could buy it and flip it. Goodwill's not trying to make money, so you could buy yeah. shit cheap as fuck there and then flip it. So there there's a will, you know. I, I, I was bitching about being broke the other day, but really I'm just not hustling. I got well, I'm too busy. I got the kids and stuff like that, but I gotta I gotta start. James, man, me and you gotta we gotta do this shit. That way we could start getting all these badass fancy stuff. Yes, sir. I wanna buy like the most expensive camera in the world, which I don't need, but I wanna film I wanna become a content machine, Todd. Yeah. I start I need to start filming yeah, all my sets. I need to start like I just gotta like do stuff a little bit. I feel like if if I were selling stock in Joe Kilgallen and YouTube. No, and stuff, I don't know. I hate I, that. I wouldn't start a vlog. Because that's weird. They do like, what's that daily that shit. But I definitely would put out more content. I want to do um, like three, four minute like things called. Uh, we would go out in this, you know, right. There's an alley right out yeah. here. Um, I would go sneak out in the alley, drink a forty with a comedian. Right. Comedians in alleys drinking forties. Wait for two homeless guys to come by, pay them. 
to fight each other. <laughs> oh, can we bring bump fights back, please? Yeah, dude. God damn it. This with is why we need to brainstorm with Joe. Yes. With Joe Kilgallen. <laughs> bump fights with Joe Kilgallen. I have to have my name attached to everything because it's called branding, guys. Todd, you should ref. It's 2019. You'd look like a good ref. For homeless people, I know a few homeless people. I know. Get them over so here. So I could, I could be, I could be like an agent. What's that? Yeah, I could be like in like WWE, where like I like, I'm like the oh, fake manager. manager. Yeah, that's it. Would you um slip and tear your ACL during the bum fight referee? We can't talk about that, Joe. I'm in the middle of that. We can't talk about <laughs> that little shoot. Right. Damn it, man. But thank you, because I was not involved in anything. I did that's slip. Right. That's right. You did not. Yeah. You um, you got. Fought to the ground. I slipped. You Innocent bystander. Okay. How dare you do those quotes? Like I didn't. No, dude, we're not. not we're not filmed. We are being filmed. Actually, no, yeah, I didn't we're do quotes. Live. I know I'm fucking with Todd right now. It's fucking with my money, dude. That's my motorcycle. I'm not money. fucking with <laughs> you. God, the motorcycle. <laughs> and then, that's my. That's and, my. That's my Enfield money. Oh God, dude. Himalaya. Where are you working right now? Do you have a day job right now? I'm at Boss. Oh yeah, boss bar man. Yeah, you bartender, man. you're bartender. Right? The bar back man. I've been bar back in there for six years. You, bu- they put me you on were bartender at Dukes before that, right? I was, yeah. weren't you bartending there though, or were you bar back in there too? No, I was bartending at Dukes. I bar back to Dukes and then I bartended at Dukes. I bartended at Boss, but then they kind of were like, "Why don't we just train the servers through this service bartender position, right?" But that's fine because the barbacks make great money. So you know, I would get a bartending job that wasn't boss bar, and it's like. Like, hey, I almost man, fought a guy at that bar, and then um, yeah, that he went happens. outside and got ducked by the security instead. Right. We were all there, a bunch of us, um, and uh, my friend Camilla Cleese, this guy was, like, talking to her and, like, being, like, you know, like a dick, and she was like, no thanks, like, back up. And I was like, yo, you want to start fucking walking here, chief? Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, protect your own. I like that. And I got cool. And then he said something else. and You didn't like that. And yeah, and then he kind of got like a little bit tough, and then I don't know if I gave him a shove or if someone stepped up or if he just got the point. And then um, I find out that I think it was Maddie Ryan, his comedian. He was walking in with someone else, and then they said out of nowhere, like the guy, he must have. I think he called the guy the N word, but they were kicking him out because he was he was a fucking drugged up dude. Yeah. It's all cracked out, I think. Well, right. And because uh, the bouncer, I remember being like a really tall, skinny black guy. Must have said that because out of nowhere, just Maddie Ryan just said, boom, just like a long extension. Like, you ever see that punch that Jermaine O'Neal threw on a fan during the Malice at the Palace between the Pistons and the Pacers? It's so awkward watching a guy that's like seven feet tall punch someone who's five. Well, the guy, the guy who gets punched, they, his face is so surprised. If you freeze frame that shot yeah. of him knowing that. And then that guy didn't do anything. That guy won the lawsuit. Did he? Yeah, well, because it was the guy behind like he him. He was in between him. him. I was in between him. So then this guy just got the full force That's yeah, of an NBA player's. He tore his ACL watching a fight. That's right. <laughs> well, it's fu- but, dude, it's awkward watching those dudes. They're so tall. They have such long reach. But because the other dude they're trying to punch is so much shorter, it almost looks like a 14-year-old trying to punch a 6-year-old. Because it's just so awkward, you have to like go downward with the punch where nobody trains that way. When you envision yourself punching, it's kind of like a stance. It's hard to do with this fucking microphone in the way. It's like a stance like this where you're like, you know, jabbing at someone right in front of you. Maybe you'll come around to a hook or something like that. But to really, to like punch downward (laughs) at someone running at you is just fucking awkward. I'm surprised you didn't hit the top of that dude's head. That's the move. If someone who's way taller than you is going to fight you and you're coming at them, lower your head. Hope they break their fingers off the top of your head. And then from there, you go for like a, like a single leg or a double yeah. leg and then fucking bring them to the ground. Then you stand up real quick. Or don't even stand up real quick and go to their head. Because my move, I used to knock people to the ground and then kick them in the head a few times. That ends a fight so quickly, guys. Mm-hmm. 
Because everyone around you will be like, D- the guy's kicking someone in the head. You got to fucking end the fight. And the guy who's getting kicked in the head is like, Jesus Christ, I'm getting kicked in the head. Yeah. And then everything just kind of resolves itself. And, then, and there's peace. Yeah. There's peace. I just call for security. <laughs> or then. Uh, it's probably the move. Yeah. Good job. That's what I do. Yeah. You know, if you want to be safe about it. Right, right. Uh, Khalil Wilson Did you see the, uh, just chimed in real quick. Uh, he says they don't have to be homeless, they can be Walmart employees. For they, the bum fights? Yeah, they need something to do. It's not bad. We could get them a health care plan or something. We yeah. get some fundraising going. Yeah. You know, I, I hate. Man, you're still, borderline homeless if you're working at Walmart, though. Right? <laughs> it's amazing how much I hate Walmart, but now that I'm like a dad and I'm like, mm, they got some Toy Story toys. I'm going to go there and buy them. You get to get the Costco card? I got to get a card. We were talking about getting you a gotta Costco card. You got to get the Costco card. We used to have one way before we had a house or kids. And now we have those things. And it's like, yeah, we should probably get it. I think in the long run, you, I think when you save is not going to the grocery stores frequently. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids into pop tarts. I could buy like a fucking you buy eighty like a pack crate. of pop tarts. You could buy a crate. Yeah, exactly. I just don't know where to store it. Yeah, you need room. You need room for that Costco membership, dude. I'm in the uh, I'm in the lone man camp, and uh, it's 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 weird because it, there's it's you you want to just get six eggs because I don't want to buy the twenty four thing of eggs, and then because uh, they just go bad. So I buy food now, and it all just goes bad. I used to have Keith who would just steal food. <laughs> oh, that roommate that just, you, got, you had a Kramer. You had a fucking Kramer for you. Right. Sliding in and taking your food. Because I got chicken now, and it's just like, all right, I got I to gotta cook that. Or it's are you, going a, bad. Do you, are you a cook? Do you cook shit? Well, yeah. Working at restaurants and stuff? I got to imagine you picked up some stuff. Yeah. Were you uh, were you one of those pervy chefs? Every restaurant, I've, I worked no, at a few restaurants, I and the chefs it. were all pervs. The, uh, the worst Everyone was. who works in a kitchen at a restaurant's a perv. The worst was Kuma's. When I got, uh, when I ended up going to Kuma's, too, um, they tried too hard. To have it be like we're we're in the metal, you know what I mean? Everyone was yeah. just because it's and like nationwide listeners. Kuma's is called Kuma's Corner. It's a heavy joint? metal burger joint. You walk in there playing loud heavy metal, and the burgers are pretty good, somewhat overrated, a yeah. little bit, don't you think? Two, they're they're awful. Weight. They put an egg on it and it's, a pretzel bun, yeah, and they're it's, like it's, metal. It's good. It's fine. It's good, but yeah, so, definitely so not. I'll talk shit about Kuma's all day. So when I worked at go for uh, it, man, because when, when I worked at Mercadito, I got the job. The Kuma's going like, well, this is gonna make more money for me. It was Kuma's too when it was opening up on Diversity, and it was like six, 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 six. Diversity, right? Yep. So everyone's just like, all right. Then you walk in, and then um, to see how fake it it was, because it became, well, obviously Kuma's Corner, which was fine by itself, and it was making money, and it's this thing. So they got to replicate it, right? So they get a bar, and uh, the, the, I knew I knew from day one it wasn't gonna work because they had a bar, and you know what's the worst is when there's a bar, and then they they've they've already fake worn in. Ah. Uh, so it, you know, so yeah. it's, it's like no, you gotta earn those I agree. those cuts and yep. bruises. So if you're gonna just make a fake, well, this no. looks like crap. No, people smell that that desperation or that like that sense of phoniness. I agree. So that was the one sign. The second sign was it wasn't – so they always bring, like, some of the best cooks from the original Kumas, but then they hire their, their friends because it's like, hey, how hard is it to flip burgers, you know? And, the, all right, so this burger is a lamb burger, so it's just, you know, it's an extra 10 minutes or something. Yeah. But uh, I remember going, like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to like this place because I remember uh, the one of the one of the, the cooks would always just show, like, hardcore porn on his phone, like, hey, check out this scene. And then you're like – so the first time you see that, you're kind of like – well, that's a fucking weird thing for someone just to show you, <laughs> totally. you know? Yeah. But uh, I'm 21. I need this job. So, like, yeah, yeah, that's a woman with, uh, it's like nine dicks, you know? <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. 
That's and too then, many dicks. And then the honest. next time, it's like you thought nine was a lot. Here's fucking twenty. You know. And then at, at some point, I just I had to be like, hey man, can you just stop showing? And it's like, oh, you what are you gay? Yeah, you, they yo, do that shit. Oh, you don't like watching twenty dudes bang this one chick? You get? And it's like, no, dude, no. But then, um, and then and then I fucking hated Kumas too so bad. The um, it was funny because the uh, the manager there was a, there was there was a person that worked there and. Uh, what we ended up, what I ended up finding out, and this is this is so weird, is I dated a girl way back in like, you know, like my first girlfriend or whatever. So like, so the you're twenty five? No, <laughs> the first, like, you know, the the first chick you ever meet, you know, and you, you start the doing stupid shit with all that shit. Nice. And man. then, um, so whatever. But well, I hated her because I remember she fucking she left me for my 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 bass player at the time, like my best friend. You were in a band? So I was in a band, yeah. In you sing? School. Wait, No, I would play what? drums. I played drums. You were the drummer? Yeah. That's cool, of man. Of course I was a drummer. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, right? I mean, you couldn't see me as a I've known you singer. fucking 10 years. I, I've never I heard guess you were the bassist, to be honest, man. Well, I, I got the bass player, and that's even worse, because that's the worst the position in the band player? is the bass oh, player. The bass player? Well, fuck her. What's her Where, name? Let's have yeah, everyone listening right. to harass her. So, uh... But then we, me and her started talking again, and then uh, I, somehow the manager's name came up. And then she had told me, because I had never slept with this woman. I always wanted to kind of thing, you know? Oh, you did everything else? Ne- did everything else, but not that. And then uh, she tells me somehow that, like, oh, yeah, you know, she had had a relationships with the, the manager who was, like, this hot chick that w- was the manager there. So, like, now Ooh, I... She yeah, had a lesbian relationship yeah. with her? Yeah. So, so, so then you're working there, and you're She's just... She's sleeping looking, you for bases, but then, for hotter women. So, and then the whole time, you're just like, now I gotta work for this person. Like, I hate that. Not, do I hate this person? I don't hate this person, but, like, fuck, now I know this thing about this person. And then uh, I hated it. I just hated that place. But I remember, uh, you know how they play, like, the metal music? Yeah. So there was a lot of things going on. It was, like, people showing me porn... There was this like, oh fuck that, and then uh, I remember one day the so Kumas is like a tight ship, so they're always playing metal music, but they were playing it off this this uh, manager's uh, phone, and uh, it was just funny because it's like then it it just jumped in like Celine Dion one day, <laughs> so everyone's used to this, like this metal, and it's just like or not, it was like Dixie Chicks, like looks like you made it, you know, and then everyone's like, well, Shania Twain, Shania, yeah. okay, whatever, but uh. But yeah, you know, so then like I remember that music coming on and everyone was just like it was almost it was like a disaster it happened for Kumas too. I remember too. when it opened thinking, "Oh, that's probably going to do well because the first one was so popular." No. It, and it that shut was down. in a that was in, one, in an area. The second one was in an area with better foot traffic. So I remember thinking, yeah. "Oh, man, that's probably going to do better." But I didn't know they were I, you're, dude, that is such a thing. I, it's a pet peeve of mine. The idea of we're going to build a place brand new Pre-worn. but worn down. Mm-hmm. It's like you, it just doesn't work. Buddy Guy's, the famous blues place, moved up like a block or two. And the new one, they didn't try to wear it down, thank God. But the new one was just too new. I'm like, this is the blues. I want to feel like some sadness happened in this place. You want to feel some grime on the walls. You want to feel like it's got to have some sort of, I don't know, something cool about it, some darkness to it. But it just felt like bright white walls. I'm like, what the fuck happened here? Why would you do that? Yeah, and then I remember uh, something had happened. Like they had gotten a bunch of skateboards from this company and then uh basically they decided uh the skateboard company's like hey are you gonna pay us for these skateboards and they're like it was almost like well we're, we're giving you free uh it was like upright skateboards so it's like hey are you gonna pay us for these skateboards and it's like no 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 this is like you know this is free marketing for your skateboards so then like they had us all take them down I, it was just like nothing could ever work there i remember but i i was the bar back there and then i got de-promoted to bus boy because they didn't need a bar back so then I was lied to when I was hired, and I'm like, what the heck? Then they found out that I used to be White Lightning. That was my dishwasher name. 
when I was a dishwasher. <laughs> what the fuck? I what? was white lightning. I was the fastest white dishwasher <laughs> in the city. I, I'm not even lying. I'm not. Dude, Takashi brought Ming Tsai down when I worked at Takashi and was like, look at my white dishwasher. And Ming Tsai was like, holy shit. And it was like, how long has he worked here? Like, six months. Like, I should have just got a job the whole time. If you're a dishwasher, you, you last a month, two months. I was going like eight months. Dish, you know. I love how you're like, they found out I was White Lightning. Like, <laughs> like there was, what was that hacker movie? Hackers. Yeah. Fucking with uh, Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie. Like, your crash override or whatever? Yeah. Like, this legendary guy back then. Well, there. I was. I, I was a legendary White Dishwasher. I was White Lightning. It was a nickname. So you were known had, throughout the city? White, I would get calls from old chefs that worked at Takashi to be like, hey, our dishwasher, like, you know, can you come in? You oh know? And I would pick up a gig for like, all right, if it's 100 bucks, I'll come in. And then, like, I would clean. You know, you would negotiate. I did that like twice, mind you. Okay. I didn't do it a lot, but I did it. You know, but anyway, one day uh, they they had me go back there to dishwash because they had this new dishwasher, and he was slow. But I had to get going to the mics, you know. So I wanted to get done. That's why I was white lightning because I was always trying to get the lotties. I used to work the Tuesday shift, and I was like, in order to get on stage, I gotta clean these fucking dishes before the 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 thing goes down, right? Back when Joyce ran it. Oh, God. I hope you become a super famous comedian. So this is like your story when you're like on Fallon. <laughs> Fallon's like, no way. <laughs> well, we got a surprise for you. White lightning. And then they bring out a bunch of dishes and make you do them fucking live. I could do it so quick. That's why I, I've never had Ellen. a problem still cleaning dishes at my house to this day. Oh, so, so you're the roommate that likes doing dishes. Well, I, I just, I know I can do them. Uh, okay. I look at that. I go, that's, that's, that's Your simple. sink is always empty. It's right. I just love the idea of like them being like, if we can only have. A dishwasher like that white lightning guy, and you're just like shit. They're gonna find oh, out. They're it's gonna me. find out they're it's gonna... me, right? Well, the thing was, well, I got I screwed myself because I I decided to help, and then I was just like, this guy's done already. Well, you can't hide your secret identity at that point. Well, right, and then and then it just became an every night thing that I would finish my job, and then I would have to go help the other barbacks brother who was the dishwasher do this, these awful, di you know, dishwashing sucks. You're you know, so then, I was a dishwasher. It's hell. It sucks. Would, That's a, why you quit. Yeah, at a retirement home in high school, there was a place. It was a like a re assisted living type place uh, on the northwest side, and I was the only white dishwasher as well. No, there was a Polish kid too, and uh, it was an American one. But uh, <laughs> I, the Mexicans all gave me shit because some of them would have no gloves as they came out hot. Yeah. I was wearing three pairs of gloves, and I would always be like, "How the fuck could you touch these dishes when they come out?" With no gloves. And then most of it was like one guy. And everyone else had one pair of gloves. Mm -hmm. I would have three pair. It was insane to me. And I'm like, look, I know you guys are browner, but mm -hmm. our skin, our hand texture shouldn't be that different. Right. What do they do? What are these? Like the calluses, man. You just burn just that stuff burn onto it until you've got a glove. Dead skin. Until yeah. you've got a glove. I know. Like, yeah. Just, but I, I kind of miss working at a restaurant for the camaraderie in that sense. Um, I did not miss working there. I walked out. Did you? Yeah. Nice. That fun. was my last time I, I, no I call, like, no really show quit. Fun. No call, no shows. Weak to walking out right there. Oh, you just walked. You I, said fuck off, middle shift. No, so I love to do that. It, it was the uh, it was towards the end, so I had helped the guy, and he still had a few dishes. But then there was this gigantic industrial sized garbage can full of shit, right? And I'm just yeah. like, listen, I gotta get going. I I've done my help. I've helped you. You know what I mean? Are you good? All right, I go to leave, and then the guy's like, hey, let me go check the back because it's his brother that's doing the dishwashing. He wants to get the fuck out. So he's having me do it. He goes back there. He goes, what about this gigantic, heavy garbage? How is he going to throw this out? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe his brother will help him out. I basically, you know, I lost it at that point. And then a uh, manager comes out because I'm screaming at the bar. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need this job. I'm out. And that was that. Nice. And uh, 
you know. Man, I, I almost want to get a regular job again just so I could quit it. Just so I could do a fun walkout. Feels good. It feels yeah, good. Yeah, man. Good. I feel like there was a couple of jobs where I really should have just been like, fuck this shit. I worked at a Menards, mm-hmm. and I just no called. I just stopped showing up. I wish I would have just – w- I wish I would have came in for a shift and then been like, you know what? Fuck this noise and then take it. Well, like, I w- drove the forklift right. off the property. That would have been fun. I walked out of Takashi because uh, he opened up another restaurant, and he had promised me a busboy position at Slurping Turtle, which is now shut down. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it satisfying when a place gets shut down? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Macaroni Grill. I failed their menu test, so they didn't hire me. And I said this place would be closed within a year. Thirteen months later, I'm counting it as a year. <laughs> I almost paid my. Fr- I was gonna have a female friend of mine go in there with like a mouse in her purse and unleash the mouse because mm-hmm. I was I was gonna fucking wage war on them. Yeah, you don't wrong me, man. Let that no. be a lesson to the people out there listening right now. Yeah. You don't wrong this guy. No, I got free time and I'm petty. You know what I'm saying? But I walked out on a, a Friday night, Takashi. Friday night. Oh man, they all flipped out. I bet everyone flipped, lost their shit, and it was the the phone blowing up as I walked down the alley smoking a cigarette, just uh, completely trembling because it was the first time I've ever like really left a job hanging hard. All that adrenaline. But when you all think that about adrenaline it, there's nothing they could pow- do. Well, the thing the thing I lucky one was uh, that day. It was just a bad day, and I was upset because basically one of the guys pulled me aside and was like, "They're never gonna have you be a busboy. You've been washing dishes here for for seven months." You do the schedule, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. they're not gonna they're not gonna get rid of that man, you know. And then I got hired at Mercadito, and the guy texted me like, hey, "Can you when can you start?" And I went, "All right, I got another job." And this I'm 20, living in the city, you know, yeah, not getting help, mom and dad. It's just you know me, Burger and Dave, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and it's just like okay, like I think I could do this. And then uh, I remember I walked out, the phone kept blowing up, turned off the phone, and then just I felt great. I got home. I'm just like. Oh, that's gotta be satisfying, <laughs> because anyone's ever been to a restaurant on Friday night, which is all of you, yeah. you know, like you don't see it. Like the people don't see that movie. Waiting did a good job of showing. They had a scene where the one waitress like came to the table and she was like, "Hi, what can I get you?" She's all like chirpy, and she's like, "All right, I'll be right back." And then as soon as she like goes out of the sightline, she's like, "These motherfucking cocksucker!" Like you know, yeah. that is the most accurate. But all part the sh- all me. the chefs there, I remember I was all freaked out. All the chefs loved me. And they just they understood the code and they un- everyone understood in the restaurant because the chef never told me that he wasn't going to hire me like that. It was everyone else kind of going, Todd, he's never going to make you. A bu-. So everyone knew the drama. Because You were white lightning. You were too. I good was in the white position. lightning. Well, exactly. Yeah. You can't get rid of white lightning. But, you know, when I left, I'm thinking like maybe all these guys are going to hate me. Every time I saw any of those cooks, it was always love, you know, and it was just they understood. Yeah. And that's basically. There was, and I remember at the time, this is so nerdy. I was reading a dishwasher book, and that's like the code. There's like a dishwasher code of like, you can just leave it any minute. I, I, that's it. That's the only job in the kitchen where that quits, that's done. There's always a guy that's there. You know why? Because that's what the, and the manager has to jump back there. Yeah. And the managers don't want to do fucking work. No. Ever. So that's why it's kind of fun to see that happen, actually. I, uh, I just know at a restaurant, there's always people who overreact. Because they're like, you gotta get the fucking food. You gotta get this. It's like, oh, relax. It's mm-hmm. two extra minutes. I, I and the, the servers and there's a front of the house, back of the house war because mm-hmm. the servers are like, yo, chefs, hurry the fuck up. And they You're make fucking the most with money. my money. The servers, yeah, I believe that. So, they make so much, much more, more money than the uh, yeah. Especially at Takashi, I remember that because it was um, it's a Michelin star restaurant, so these guys are making absolute bank serving tables, and then the cooks, they're getting fucked because working for a guy that big. You, they can dock the pay because it's basically an internship. Yeah. That you're working with a famous chef. You know what I mean? You're going to get paid minimum wage, and you're working more than 14 hours a day. The restaurant industry is like the NCAA. The more I read into it, the more I'm like, Ugh. 
they wouldn't even get clocked in to uh, go shopping for the food. So that was a separate yeah. thing. Fuck? No, they, I remember that's they, not the restaurant. You, they were the chef would go come. It was like an honor. It'd be like, come grocery shopping with me in Chinatown to get these fucking leaks. I worked stuff. at a Longhorn Steakhouse, and they had these like end jobs or whatever. It's like, roll, go roll 150 rolls of silverware, or go do all this. Go, um, you know, empty out the ketchups, or fucking do the salad dressings and d- divvy them up and clean them out and clean out the freezer and all this kind of kind of you know, grunt work really. And I remember I brought it up going, you know what? You're having me here for a whole hour after my last table, and I'm making three bucks right. an hour to do this shit. Right. So I'm going to get it done while my, you know, because they didn't like us doing it. We'd start the end jobs while we still had a couple tables, yeah. and they didn't like us doing that because then you're taking your attention away from the tables. I hate corporate chain restaurants the most yeah. because the way they treat their employees. Well, that, that's, you why you gotta, that's why when I found a place like Boss Bar, which is just as chill because the owner's yeah. there all day. His son is also, the, you know what I mean, the owner. He's there all the time. That's a Every, place you want to work that's for, That's a place you want to work for. The owner's always there. Yeah, I picked up yeah. a, a door shift at Galway Bay Pub, which you guys know we famously yeah. We did a live podcast out of there on St. Patrick's Day. The owner, Nolan, has been on the podcast, which was a great episode. Go back and check that out. Nolan Rafferty, I think it was like episode one of the first ten episodes. Anyway, uh, so he was really good dude. I, you know, um, you know, I got the little one, so I haven't been doing as much stand-up, trying to not leave town. And, he, you know, he's like, yeah, come work the door this day. And uh, he was watching me on surveillance, giving me shit. He took a picture of me. I saw that photo. And then posted it, it, like, basically saying, watch out for this guy. He stole the bartender's tips, lost a fight outside, which I won that fight, actually. And uh, he, at one point, he texted me, going, dude, sit, sit the fuck down. Because yeah. he could see me on surveillance. And I was standing. And I was like, watch. Because I wanted to, like, I'm working the fucking door, guard, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, I was itching. Yeah. I want someone to make a mistake. Yeah. I go. This is what I'm here for. This is what I play. Someone for. just trips and bumps in the jaw. <laughs> a bunch of a, a bunch of Sorry our comedian friends. Like, <laughs> I almost got to do with this one chick because I go, hey, you can't like sit on this ledge thing. You gotta like. You Joe know. pulls her by the hair down. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, her when you're guys... fighting girls, Todd, you gotta pull their hair. It's so long. You just gotta grab that hair and you got control of the body. I, do, do I have to say yeah, that? Yeah, I, right, say, I feel right. like it's fucking. Oh, that's no, no, no. I'm sorry. That's I'm that's beating a woman one on one. I actually hate watching. I mentioned this one time before. I hate watching women fight because of the hair pulling. They will inevitably pull hair. You know, there's some dudes who are like, girl fight, yeah. I mean, yeah, you you know, one out of ten times you might see a tit slip out. But it's just not worth it for seeing just clumps of hair coming out of heads, man. They're more vicious. Yeah. I would rather get punched in the face several times than have my hair pulled out by the root. I had uh, – there, there, there was a female uh, bouncer at Boss. Yeah, back in the day, she was a uh, she was heavyweight champion. Did she looked like Brienne of Tarth. She's uh she was awesome. Uh, she, just, she was a heavyweight champion. She was heavyweight champion. She was supposed to fight boxing uh, or boxing. MMA? Boxing. boxing. Nice, she was man. supposed to fight. Uh, I don't know if she she got like a bunch of the belts. You know how those belts are all funny. There's like 17 belts. Yeah. But she was supposed to fight uh, Muhammad Ali's daughter. Oh wow, yeah. And she was then, big uh, shit for a while. She was big shit for a while. But then Muhammad Ali's daughter uh, backed out. She was scared to fight her. Yeah. And then that's the politics that's boxing. of boxing. It is. Because they go, well. And then you miss these. They, they, they lost, like uh, Anthony Joshua just got upset. That was great, though. By a guy named Ruiz who looks like he would, you know, bounce at a lot of bars in um, like yeah. Humble Park or Hermosa or some neighborhood like that. Um, and, and his knockout was great because it wasn't a complete knockout. He just he hit that guy, and that guy had to go in his Joshua had to go in his corner, and basically he just didn't know where he was. Yeah, he got up. Was, he wasn't knocked cold. It's weird because Anthony Joshua just looks like such a supreme athlete. That's what he's happened. Tall, he didn't, he's he ripped, didn't train. He's cut. He didn't care. I, you think if they, did, if, they did, if they ran it back, Joshua would probably fuck him up, right? They ran People it back and Joshua's, he actually trained. Yeah, yeah. he People didn't think train. Joshua's overrated too. Yeah, no, that was supposed to be. But the other guy had a short camp too. 
Right, but that other guy's been fighting tooth and nail for 10 years, you know what I mean, without any recognition. So he's always kind of going as hard as he can. Joshua. It's a perfect can, storm, really. Yeah, it's it's what happened that, that Tyson The Tyson Douglas, Buster Douglas, yeah. where one guy is just on top of the world, you're going to fuck anyone up, and the other guy's like, I've been kicking ass for a while, no one notices, I'm hungry, I'm underrated. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. training, and the other guy's kind of drinking, doing press, going like, this bum. That's and why then, boxing uh, movies are always a hit. Yeah. They're always a hit because it's that perfect formula. Anyone who's ever wanted to get into screenplay writing, there's that classic book called Save the Cat, you know, and yeah. it gives you like a formula of like on page 10, this needs to happen. On yeah. page 25, this should happen. There needs to be a moment where they're called the all is lost moment where you're like your hero's not going to make it. It's just mm -hmm. not going to happen. Then they rise up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're, you're going great all of a sudden. Then it falls down and you're like, no way. And then they, they come back yeah. at the end. And that's that's boxing in real life. Yeah. So I remember like when Cinderella Man came out, <laughs> um, so my one friend was like, because in my high school, they came out in high school. My high school had like a real Irish-Italian rivalry. And my one friend's like, oh, Cinderella, man. The Rocky movies are better, man. You you mix could have Cinderella, man. We'll have Rocky. And I was like, Cinderella, man, is a real story, though, yeah. based on a real fucking person. Sylvester Stallone's 5'6". Well, but that's kind of based on but that's kind of based on a real thing, too. It is based on a real guy. He stole that story, and I think the guy ended yeah. up suing, right? Well, right, because the, the guy's James? name is, like, Rocky. I mean, like, he stole, like, huge parts of was that guy. I don't know if his name was Rocky or, or the he was the stallion or the stallion, the yeah. stallion or something like that. But that was a real guy, and he was supposed to – he was he fought like the heavyweight champion and knocked him down and i love the rocky movies i'm not knocking them but i always thought that was funny like this one idiot i knew was just like well the thing was we got rocky and i'm like dude one's real one's not yeah but stallone got caught because he said that he's like yeah i watched this fight in 1979 yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then like it was like oh. chuck weppner fought 15 yeah. rounds with muhammad ali yeah, yeah chuck weppner yeah that's what and it's based on it really. yeah and then yeah stallone and chuck is he from philly too because um, they did a there's a thirty for thirty about the guy. Uh, I think that's what New it is. Jersey. Did he have a pet? Turtle? Close enough. Yeah, part, part of New, the suburbs. There are New Jersey suburbs of Philadelphia because Philly's like almost on the border of uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey. So yeah, I could see him just being like, oh, I'll just you know make it Philly. I'll just take this guy. Shit, he's next door. That's, that's that not was, bad. That was pretty that's good, not James. bad at all, James. Thanks, man. Wow, that's what James. You? That's what James does in the gym when he's when he's boxing. He's yeah, I just do impressions. You got any other ones? Oh, I got I got loads, baby. Can you do um, can you do De Niro? No. Pacino? No. Tom Cruise. I'm bad at doing impressions on demand. On demand, okay. On can you demand. do Todd Massey? You can do Todd. Uh, everybody's got a Todd. Everyone's got a Todd. Everyone's got a Todd Massey. Everyone's got a Todd. Can you do me? Uh, it's just Todd Massey pitch shifted down. Uh, pitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got a, a little bit of a deeper voice. Is that what a you little mean? bit, yeah. Marty DeRosa's impression of me is just basically saying the word yeah and fuck a lot. Fucking uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the fucking. Uh, well, yeah. that's basically you're just doing an impression yeah, it's of me. Impression <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same guy in that sense. That's probably where we got along. That's so why we got along in the beginning. I'm like, oh, you're, you're you're Joe. I like Joe. That's a short name. Yeah, you're Todd. That's a short name too. <laughs> All right, let's shift from the restaurant shit. You um, think my hair's gonna be like that when I get your age? I, 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 it feels like it's thinning, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. I saw you went bald at what? Twenty two. Twenty one. Twenty one, man. Twenty one. Are your dogs getting murdered upstairs? Jerry's howling because there's a siren. Tornado siren or something. Can we hear that? Wow. You guys hearing that in the podcast? We yeah. Pick up the audio. Yeah, they hear it. That's All right. I feel. I want to go up there and hug the dog. Make like, it okay. He's a fucking idiot. Don't we ignore him? All right. That's Jerry. Dude, the I'm dog. about to put my cat down, dude. She pissed on my pants. I, I guess I should take her to the vet first. And see <laughs> the vet. Okay. Why she, she pissed? At, maybe she's pissed at you. I. I That's why you got that I'm, piss. I just looked it up I, on the right here. 
I'm actually wearing different jeans because uh, I wore jeans today. I went got the title for the mo uh, the the ruckus or whatever. I come back home, pants off, jumped in the hammock for two hours, took a nap, nice, and then uh, came here and I went to go put those pants on. And it, it's a thing if I leave like a coat or pants, shirts are fine, but something about those two things, if I if they're bunched up, you know, like if you do, if you take your pants, you just throw them on the ground. Yeah, she just pisses in it. And the and the litter box is fine. The litter box is absolutely fine. But uh, yeah, I think I got to take her to the vet. I think. I mean, it doesn't seem like she's not crying. I don't know. But well, everyone's yeah, like, I mean, There's yeah, something don't wrong. kill it. Find out what's wrong with it. Maybe it's a behavioral thing or something like that. I don't think they just let you kill him, Joe. Well, I mean, you personally could just choke it out. I don't know what you're doing. No, know but it'd be, weird if you, it'd be weird. If, it'd be weird if you took it to the vet. You're like, I want to put this dog down. And <laughs> and like, well, why? It's like, what's wrong with the dog? Like, just want to. <laughs> I think it's done. Yeah. It's ran its course. I don't want him going anyone else. It's been else. bored lately, and it's kind of, you know. run its course. Actually, uh, I was joking with Jonah at softball about that. Like, uh, there was a guy I knew back in the day. Who Jonah became, was on the podcast last week. There was a guy back in the day who uh, he became a vet, but we, he was a weird guy that I knew. And I'm like, why the fuck did he become a vet? And I remember thinking, like, what if he did it just to just to kill animals? And like, so and he's like, like, like a Dexter. Dexter. <laughs> fucking Jesus. Well, that's one of the, it was like in the uh, first episode of Dexter. His dad, his adoptive father is like, did you kill their fucking dog? And the Dexter's like, yeah, well, it kept barking and waking mom up. And it's like, oh, Jesus, I got a sociopath in my hands. And then he starts training him to kill only killers. And it's almost like he should have just put him into veterinary school. Yeah. And that's right? it. Could have saved a lot of people a lot of time. I don't know. It's like, are you giving or the he should have killed him? Does the vet like rubbing like the lymph nodes of a dog, going, "We should put him down immediately." <laughs> <laughs> See how he's wagging his tail? <laughs> it's not a good sign. Yeah, it's counterclockwise now. He's go the other way. This is this dog is suicidal. Actually, it's crying out for help. It, he seems happy, but that's actually how uh, bloodhounds show sadness. <laughs> they wag their tail. How old's this cat? Oh, the cat's young. It's only like uh, the. How long do you think I've had that cat, James? Like four years? Like, four yeah. years. It's a four-year-old and you want to put it down? No, I don't. I don't want to put know, it down. I know, I know. But on, you man. know what it is? I think it's because uh, now that I, I I live by myself, there's just not enough people. And everyone says that cats can be, uh, you know, cats are fine Is this your first own. time living on your own? Yeah, it's the best. I'm never James, have back. you ever lived on your own? I mean, no. This is as close as I'm ever going to get until I get divorced. I lived on my... <laughs> I love that you're not even a f- technically married yet, but common law marriage, I, I get, which no one recognizes that. By the Ten way, years, dude. Okay, <laughs> it's like something people say. Yeah. I remember hearing that. Well, you've been together so long; it's like common law marriage. I'm like, it's not really. Yeah, they can't enforce. There's that. not even like yeah. If you were to die, James. Yes. Uh, your family's cool, so they'd probably let Linda have all your shit. Yeah, they but would... if, if it was a situation where your family didn't get along with Linda, there would be a fight. Yeah. And your family would probably win because the common law thing is so hard to. Yeah. I have some stuff written down somewhere, Joe. Okay, good yeah. for good on you, man. I just realized I actually have to make a will. I don't have one. I'm a player. I actually yeah, need to because I have children and a, and a wife. So I think my wife knows all the cool guy shit goes to the, the boys. They can just divvy it up themselves. Yeah. You know, when I get that fucking Giannis rookie card, they could uh, fight <laughs> over it. You know, they, they could have the bum fight in the alley that you guys will film over who gets daddy's inheritance. Hell yeah. Sounds pretty good. That's crazy. You got to make wills. Like a, I know I don't I didn't like I don't like the idea of life insurance either, but I think we automatically get it through my wife's benefits uh, at work. Um, so you think about life insurance is just gambling about when you're, whether or not you're going to die and when you're going to die because yeah. you're paying them. Here's money every month. Well, you are that's going all insurance. to die. I know. But like the idea is, Dude, yeah, man. I get it. I still and it just, goes up the, the, the about the cover. If it's good, goes up every year. Yeah, dude, dude, I know. I know, no, I just don't dude, like I, it, though. I know, just, I know. By principle, it's a weird thing to me. I know a crazy one. I can't say the guy's name, but he was an insurance agent. And uh, 
basically gets grandfathered. You know this story. The my buddy he got grandfathered in this this uh, this life insurance policy, and uh, the guy comes in. He's like, I don't even know who the hell you are. What do you mean? Like, what happened to my guy? that was running my life insurance policy. He's like, hey, you know, it's like, I'm out. And then the guy's like, no, 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 just get to know me kind of thing. Become friends. Uh, the guy trusts him because, you know, yeah, all right, you could be my life insurance policy guy. This guy ends up being like mucho, mucho rich, uh, $500 million or something like that. Some crazy, crazy amount. Damn. Uh, then my buddy's like, holy shit, this is the account of the dreams or whatever. The context, I won't say the name of the company, but context, his boss is in the insurance thing. They start flying them out to main headquarters, private jets, because uh, the guys – isn't it like the plot of that movie when that one guy – remember, like, the life insurance policy? It's like you, you, you can insure this guy even though he's crazy. Yeah. This is like – Along came Polly. Yeah. So that – Ben Stiller. But this is – this guy's completely safe. He was just a completely diligent businessman. There's no problem. Him and his wife. Everyone's cool with it. He starts paying these huge, you know, per month for just in case something happens, right? And it's the biggest one that they ever did, right? So now, win-win for everyone, because now the agent has, my buddy, you know, boom, he's set for life kind of thing, cut off of one thing, because he brokered this deal with the higher-ups and this guy. Wow. Then the guy's uh, wife got Alzheimer's, which is covered. How'd you pronounce it? Alzheimer's? It's, it's what it, it it's, is. That's definitely not how you pronounce it, but fine. Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, no T. Yeah. You can say it that time. Anyway. Alzheimer's. Anyway, but uh, sorry, I just had to double check. Either way, the wife. I'm a dick, and I made you feel stupid. Sorry, I don't know. Well, how how do I still don't even know how you're supposed to say it. Joe's one of those Alzheimer's. guys in the comments it's section. It's not Alzheimer's. You're saying it like there's no time in the oh, word. That's like old timers. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was old timers when I was four, and A-L-Z. then I grew up. But yeah, well, H- then I, I, I got older, and I thought you it was still have Alzheimer's. A boyish charm to me. I like that. All right, all right, but uh, but uh, so anyway, the policy goes through. Yeah. So now the insurance company is so fucking pissed because this guy, this was not supposed to happen. It pays out. Yeah. This thing that's it's both ways, right? The insurance company is excited because this guy's, you know, they're ripping him off by taking all this money. He's not gonna die. You know, and then right away this See, that's thing why happens. I don't like life, the principle then, of like. But then this shit happens. This shit happens, right? What do they do? They fucking sue him. They oh, countered what? suit him because they're saying that this was uh this was a, a setup that I they fucking had, hate insurance companies and the man. guy's sitting there like I'm in fucking tragedy what the fuck are you talking about this just so ha- you know you you you've, all this crazy shit and now they sue him they sue my buddy this whole thing's going on just I and it's that. literally just a guy trying to help a guy you know oh my god this is a fucking blessing from God and then Jesus fucked god. everyone's fucked and it's just because. You know, they uh, the, that insurance company doesn't want to pay That's out. That's why I don't like these it's, insurance it's crazy. companies, man. I, I I have a situation that I can't even talk about really either, but, like, there's no leeway either. I don't um, know. Well, they, they always just they try to like, get out of it. They, exactly. It's They're like, always you, trying to get out of it. What the fuck? Right. You're my insurance. I paid into you. It's happening. Something happened. Yeah. Give me the fucking money. It's happening. And they're like, well, right no, now. they don't want. Yeah, because they're like, no, we want all the money. Right. We, you give us money. We don't give you shit. And then we take more money and all the money. And it's, it's crazy. Like, it's fucking And then they crazy. try to like, well, aren't you happy you have the insurance? No, I'm not apparently because I didn't get shit out of it. And they keep taking more. Right. But then when you need it and then it's, you know, it's just. No, it's, 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 a fucking ca- it's a fucking casino that doesn't pay out. That's exactly what it is. When you hit the jackpot. No, because you're gambling. Every money, every every month you pay into insurance. Shit. You kicked something out there, I buddy. this stupid fucking cord that was on my foot. Are we still recording, though? Yeah, we're fine. We just can't hear each other. I just can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear? It's this thing, whatever um, this is. Well, whatever. Just to keep recording, I guess. But, yeah, it's your... 
that's the best way to describe it. It's a casino that does not pay out. Right. And then with the health insurance, it, you, they tied it to jobs benefits yeah. where they made it so that like, oh, come work for us out of college. We'll pay you a little bit less, but we'll cover your health insurance. Yeah, it's all a scam. Right? Yeah. And and it's, it's, it's a fucked up thing, you know, because jobs use that to recruit. But then a lot of jobs stopped hiring people out of college because they didn't want to have to keep covering people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just feel like if – I know some people are going, well, the fucking government can't run anything, right? Why would you want them to run their health care? I go, well, look, the go- that's that's also a misnomer. The government has run some things, right? We run fucking the military incredibly well. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Every now and then we'll bomb the wrong shit. But, like, for the most part. For the most part, they, they, they don't even want to. You know, I don't know. It's like a whole other two hours of a podcast to get into that well, shit. Well, that thing, but, I mean, I don't know. It's like once you start thinking about. I'm, I'm actually reading this. Uh, I just want us to be. I just would like it so that if people get. I know, I know people who have good jobs. They'll get sick with some disease they didn't know about or have some family yeah. tragedy, and immediately there's a GoFundMe, which is great. I like the idea of our friends rallying around. But you know what else is a GoFundMe? Fucking taxes. Taxes are a GoFundMe that should take care of fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. We pay enough taxes. I, I, want, I think we, should, we could probably afford it without even raising taxes. Mm-hmm. Just cut all sorts of other stupid bullshit. You know, people with good jobs, when they get when they find out they have cancer, shouldn't be going into debt, shouldn't have to have GoFundMe's and everyone rally around them. They should just be able to go get their fucking treatment and try to live. Dude, it's going with it's going on with my dad right now. It's it's so it's so stupid because he's got that that liver cancer thing. And literally, um, that's rough. My grandma died of cirrhosis. Yeah, man. But uh, he's he's doing great. But uh, good, good. The the problem that happened now with the fucking insurance. I don't I don't know if I can talk. I mean, fuck it. Uh, The uh, basically they go, hey, we're not going to do the. uh, we're not going to shoot chemo in you anymore, you know what I mean? Because now we could do, like, a, a surgery on that thing, right? Well, so they stopped doing chemo. The, fuck, the, thing, the thing just grew, right? The double in size, like that. And then, um, right. So it's like, fuck. And then, uh, but it's like, all right, we got to do the surgery. Well, he's got AFib. So his heart is at an irregular heartbeat kind of thing. So now they got to think like, like a pacemaker, right? Insurance finds out. Well, we don't have to cover this uh you know this this thing now because if he has a pre-existing and Trump's of trying a to get fa- rid of pre-existing and, conditions, and it's, which it's, is like it's literally like I'll my dad's like everybody. what the fuck are you, you know what I mean and it's uh he doesn't have a pacemaker but they want him to get a pacemaker so that they don't have to pay out the fucking rest of it of course and it's literally yeah. like what, what dude just keep him fucking alive would you you know what I mean my you know they just they just want to go to Florida and look at butterflies man you know yeah. <laughs> they just wants to open up the garage so I can take the ruckus out. You know, the ruckus out. just take the ruckus out, take it on a ride. I rode that thing today. I can't wait to take that thing down Ogden all the way here. What is the ruckus? It's the scooter. I got it's the scooter. Okay. It's I got gotcha. scooter. I didn't know it was some old mobile or some car it is like a that. crappy is a crap. I should probably get life insurance if I'm going to get that thing. And I, and, uh, <laughs> I'm getting your it. policy, please. Oh, dude, I can't do this thing. Dude, this thing is happening next fucking week. Can we I got talk the, about you? Weren't you in Malaysia recently? I was in Indonesia. That's how I even got into the scooters. I went oh, to Indonesia. Yeah. Go it's around. the only fucking way you get around over there. And it was a stressful. You land on the plane, and there's six lanes of traffic, just like the airport. Just imagine you're outside the airport, right? And instead of it being cars and highways, it's hundreds and, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of scooters. Yeah, wow. You know, the black, you know, smoke and all that stuff. And you're you're in a minivan because you're, you're getting dropped off at this. Uh, we were in the. Simiac, it's like the city next to it, like off the coast. It's crazy cool. Uh, it's, it's fucking, it's paradise. Um, but you see all these scooters, and then uh, it's the, it's the only way people get around because everything is like tiny dirt roads that then you know fucking technology booms around it. So now they just cement it because now there's cars here and it used to be just fucking horses, you know? Yeah. 
happens quick in those happens places. Happens fucking yeah. quick. They have to catch up. So, the, so it's Mal- it's Malaysia, right? It's Indonesia. Indonesia, sorry. Indonesia, just uh, above Australia. I know where Indonesia yeah, yeah. is. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I just didn't know which one it was. Okay. Yeah. So Indonesia. It's huge. Dude, it's I got a billion Dude, you want to hear how stupid I am? Is there a billion people there now? Uh, some, on all the islands. It's uh, India. It's a lot. Uh, check check Indonesia's yeah, it's population. It's a lot. No, for it's me. it's a huge population. Joe's right, but it's all the islands. Pretty close. They got a fuckload of islands. Well, here's like how thousands. stupid I was. I thought Bali was at the Bahamas when I was going. Oh really? I thought it was a six hour trip. It was a twenty three hour fucking flight. You yeah. know, or seventeen then whatever. It's a trek. What made you decide to go there? My boss took me. You oh, know, nice. my b- boss bar again. That's why you got to work at a place like that's, that. Yeah, you know, they're not Nolan at Galway Bay Pub takes his employees to Ireland okay, every year. Man. See what I'm saying? You got to work for and those people. Fucking those people. I don't even think I finished it. He he messaged me going, dude, sit down you don't need to stand there vigilantly and then even said grab yourself a beer so i was able to have a beer while bouncing so at fucking corporate bars i don't do that no shit. work at a bar where yeah, you the got owners it. on the fucking it's been and and because of that years. it makes you work harder right you know what i mean right i was like sweeping like a motherfucker at the end of that night right where when i had corporate jobs i didn't sweep that well oh dude i no. would i would sweep it to another area and kick it, under you took me back from indonesia you know yeah. what I, the first thing i did Fucking revolve the beers in the cooler. I said, you know what? Let's get those old beers out. <laughs> See, you want to do nice things for people. Yeah. You know, well, but you know that's how that's how good businesses run. I gave and, James uh, a gift card the other day. Yeah. But then he's also a scary guy in the sense of uh, is that Ramen San? It is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Why well, you don't like that place? No, no. But I could tell just from the quick. Oh, okay. Cool. And then uh, you know, uh, lettuce entertain you. The biggest. Uh, is that a lettuce entertain you? Yeah. Is that spelled lettuce like lettuce like the yeah. food? Let, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it lettuce, was let, let us. us. Yeah. That's yeah. The, I've, been, I've had a lot of entertaining. I went to Elwood's, which is like a restaurant up in uh, like Tui and Lincoln. You look at uh, look it up. That's uh, they own like every restaurant, and Damn. they started with uh, Magianos. Oh, we all know Magianos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so back to um, so Indonesia. Indonesia. So, but you know what? This is the other thing about having a cool boss. Is like they're fucking crazy too, because this guy's traveling around the world. So you get you get there, you're you're at this you know you're at this beautiful place that he you know you rented out, and then um, it's kind of like all right, like uh, let's take a cab somewhere, and it's like no 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 no. We're taking these fucking scooters, and it's like, wait, what? And then everyone kind of knew, or at least they're, you know, someone would teach somebody. They were there for ten extra days, so everyone got training. I, I'm going in blind, and uh, so I didn't do it for three days. And then when I did learn, I was going up and down. I just went up and down the alley, right? And that's just how you think it would be, where there's open sewage. There's dogs oh, and chickens man. and like children running like out in the street and you're like what the and I'm just trying to learn how to break. Oh, God, we should have sent you out there with a drone and a camera. We could have got some oh, cool action God, shots, dude. That seems like every one of those spy movies where they're chasing someone down. And oh, it is. Are, it, it's, it is. It is. It's like a Jason and, Bourne movie, but Todd Massey. But I remember I'm learning on the scooter just by because I basically I was just I was sick of being called a, a pussy and they're like you know you, you got to get on the scooters because we're about to go on this huge. <laughs> From Simiac to Abood, I don't know how many, like 100 kilometers, more, 200 kilometers, huge. And uh, it seemed huge. It was like a fucking hour and a half, uh, two-hour journey. But uh, the, the thing is, I so I learned on the, the, the alley going back and forth. And I remember, because uh, it's on the other side of the road, Tenny. Gotcha. So I'm going down this tiny alley. It's only this big. So two scooters, you're, you're right next to the other guy. So I'm going, so you're the guy on the scooter, right? Yeah. I'm supposed to stay left, but my American mind goes right. And he, you know what I mean, gives me one of these like, you stupid fucking, and I, he doesn't say stupid fucking idiot, he doesn't speak English, but you know that's what he's saying it's in universal. his fucking language. You could read that. Yeah, in his fucking language, you know that's what he's saying. And then I remember going, okay, gotta stay left. You know, it's, all right, that's it. And then, uh, literally. In Ireland, they had stuff on the sidewalk when you're about to cross the street saying, look right, look left. No, not, they, not. They told you. They don't even have street lights. 
Oh man. So when what there's the a fuck? when there's a traffic jam, there'll just be like a cop who doesn't even know how to even move traffic. You can jump on the sidewalks. So if you have the scooter and you're in a traffic jam and you can't get on the Jesus. left, you can just go on the sidewalks and take the sidewalks on the scooter. That's why everyone's on scooters. Sounds like Joe's dream with Dude, bikers and all that shit. It's different if the city's not developed for it. But you know, you know what? what the, you know what's funny? Our city though? was built for cars. But you could see like. But I hear you. You could see like tough guys like arriving via scooter to like rob somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, mm, and you're like, what? <laughs> that's that's awesome. You could see it, and they'll pack like three people on top. Because I remember, I'm like, I don't want to do this. And then you Are see monkeys. Are there monkeys? Monkeys there? in Abood, yeah, in the jungle. Oh, hell yeah, uh, man. Not in the. Um, Do we get a population on Indonesia? 264 million. Man, that was off, way off, right. actually. But I thought it was one of the rising ones where they're they're they're, they're supposed population's to be like, going up. But... They're like that's like a top five country though, top ten maybe. It's because con- America's like fourth with 300 million. No. It goes China, India, Russia, then us, I think. In terms of population, or maybe that's that size. Just, that, but doesn't yeah, it's size. But I mean, that would make sense. China, for population. India, us. And then Russia, maybe. No, we're up there. We're still, even though we're only at three hundred million, we're a top five country, I believe. Top four, top five. Yeah, they're listening. Anyway, I didn't mean to derail the uh, scooter story there, but like real quick though, we got to we got to wrap this up here, All though, right, man. That's fine. No, but we're, anyway, you, you were done with this, essentially, right? Or basically, I don't know. I fucking did that, but then I got back to America. I had to do this crazy trip, and I I, I fucking piss in my pants. So the how whole many twelve year old boys did you have sex with out there? Fucking five, Joe. Oh, that's no. that. You got your money's worth on the on the flight then. So I'll tell you what was funny. Is uh, th- there are there are these like massage parlors you're walking by and it's kind of just like naked massage, naked massage. And oh, so uh, the women are naked and they massage you. Like that's the that's what they're trying to get to. Did you do uh, any fun like that? No, because would I would you admit it out. if you did? I would have. Okay. No, if I if I did, I would admit it, but I, I didn't. And, uh, we left an escape room basically, and we were gonna go do that. Uh, that was like in the itinerary almost. Uh, what do Indonesian women look like? Like men, Joe. <laughs> 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 like twelve year old boys, Joe. Well, <laughs> that's no. what they look like. <laughs> Ooh, baby. No, but like, I thought you were a boy. I'm a 30 year old woman. And <laughs> you're like, oh, well, this is great. I asked that question because, you know, America being so diverse, I've never met someone who's like, oh, yeah, I'm half Indonesian, half this, or I'm Indonesian, or, but that's the Indonesian neighborhood. Like, you've never. It's just poor. They don't all really. Poor, they all look the same. Just, they're all poor. They're all the same. poor, look the same. And, um, yeah, so I, I I remember that was a not, but I, you walked, uh, we walked through the super poor neighborhood. They look Asian, though, right? They're Asian? Yeah, and okay. what do Asians look like? Chinese, Japanese. Okay, well, it's just fair enough, but I don't know. Indonesia, you, you said it was north of New Zealand, so maybe they had a little, although New Zealanders aren't native to that fucking land. So well, there is, like, there is a bit of I don't like, know if there uh, was like a hint of Pakistan. There is a hint of that. Well, uh, thank you very much. There, yeah. Okay, good. It's Hindu. Well, you can't Hindu. do drugs or anything over there. You just drink and smoke cigarettes. That's it. Yeah? Anything else, they'll cut it's not bad. Off. Cigarettes and alcohol. That was by, I, I fit right in. Great Oasis song. Yeah. All right. I, I wanted to, t- to talk about your new podcast. Hillary? Hillary. With Bobby Buds. With Bobby Buds, who was on an episode of this podcast, a very fun one. Got to get him back on. I think I was going to save him for episode 69 because that's just. The oh, you got to do it like that. Yeah. So Bobby and you are kind of notorious uh, in the comedy community for being just like fucking dudes who will just say crazy shit and not give a fuck. Well, but we're nice people. You guys, you are. You both are. And I remember Bobby famously, there was a female comic who wasn't even in the Chicago comedy scene anymore. And she made a post going, how is Bobby Buds allowed to get away with all this problematic stuff? And what killed me about her argument with that, I stayed out of it because I, yeah. was, I, was, I just moved back and I didn't want to like get involved with stupid local shit. And um, her thing was that 
oh, of course, all these men are sticking up for him. And I remember being like, whoa, there's a bunch of women sticking up for him here, too. But that yeah. hurts your fucking, uh, like, agenda of trying to paint him as this misogynist, problematic guy. Yeah. So by problematic, Bobby will make posts where he'll, like, he'll say something about Terry Schiavo, which is <laughs> – I love him, but that's his hackiest one because it's, like, dude, it's such an old reference. But that's, that's why funny. he keeps doing it. That's why he keeps doing it. All right. He was the dude who talked about Harambe a lot after it happened. James yeah. Webb, you were the, one of the bigger Harambe guys, yeah, I remember. Yeah, baby. I liked Harambe. Some of them were really funny. How could you not? <laughs> Those Harambe memes were really good. Um, I remember one was like on a date with a girl. Uh, don't think about Harambe. Don't think about Harambe. Oh, yeah. And then they, she goes, I think I'm going to get dessert. What do you think about uh, splitting a banana split or something? He's like, bananas. Who eats bananas? <laughs> Harambe. Tears. Like, fucking the way they broke it down. But Bobby will like make jokes about 9-11, talk about yeah. Hitler and Frank, you know, like just fucking shit like that's like. His latest tweet, Jesse Smalort. Is the funniest shit. Jesse Smalort. Smol- oh, like Malort, yeah, the, the, the shitty alcohol? Well, now Jesse's his new Terry Schiavo. Oh, Jesse yeah. Smollett. He talks about that. He fucking laughs. He just goes, Jesse. You <laughs> 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 just say it around if he starts laughing. But that, but that was the whole thing. I always said that. So, what's the concept and where? Well, the concept is when me and, like you said, so yeah. maybe. People think of me and him, and everyone's got an opinion or whatever, but it's like, okay. But no, you guys are nice dudes, and you're not out right. to offend. You're just fucking laughing about shit that maybe you shouldn't laugh at. Exactly. And then, uh, so we that, need more of that, really. But yeah, but then we and him know each other like that, so like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's offensive if you really were to hurt somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, go that's fuck just, you yourself. Guys are just being you know, silly, but yeah. me and him, we know it's just. It's funny, man. It's, it's offensive, funny. It's context. Well, James you know, told me he has to edit the a lot. fuck out of so it. So I have read. But my in front point of me. is, why don't you guys just go unedited? If you, if you're if you really believe that what you're saying isn't offensive and you're just fucking having a good time and trying to take uh, yeah. to use an English saying take or an Irish saying too, take the piss out of things. Right. Um, well, then why edit it at all? Well, just let well, it stand well, right, well, that's Bobby. Trust that's that people. Well, are right, know. right, and that's Bobby. That's Bobby's way of thinking of it too. I do think, like the first baby two episodes, though, it is me and him top of each other because we do know that it's me and him making jokes. Yeah, and then it's just kind of like, well, now we're on it. You know, now we're on. So like, what the fuck can we? You know, so there's there is a bit of one utsmanship. If you if you want to get it out of the way, I do right now have mm-hmm. the most offensive clip sitting. Open on my computer. Which one is it? It's the the peas one. But that's funny it is in the funny. sense that you gotta you gotta understand. Should I try put context behind it? No, I don't it? know if we're gonna play it. We don't have to play it. It is the funniest. It's, we're on Joe's one. show right now, so we I don't know if we should do that. Uh, but you could play it. My listeners are smart enough to understand right, that so this is not real and it's funny and it's comedy. And <laughs> well, but real, real seriously. quick though, just the, the background of this is when I was healing up at home, uh, my dad said the, uh, you know, but it's just like there's a there's a dish in England. It's called faggots and peas. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll play it for you. So my dad was like, "Yo, that's a real dish, right?" And then is you watch it's a real dish from the Blackbird, and there's a you. Well, I know there's a, a cooking smoke is called a fag yeah. in England. No, but there's this cooking. Uh, I fucked you. Oh, this is Honestly, easy, easy. Talk, I fucked Mark Euler. Look at Tall trying to get back age. with his ex-girlfriend. Isn't he such a And I'm like, faggot. Dad, Dad, stop. He's like, he's like, you're a fag, son. Faggots and peas. Faggots and peas. That's uh, the best. That's, there's a YouTube video. If you Google, if yeah. you Google, there. All right, that's your enough. dad. Your dad sounds like George Harrison. <laughs> yeah, he does. Faggots and peas. Like yeah. Well, that clip, the faggots and peas, is because that was my dad's thing. Because he's like, oh, it's, it's, it means this in England. And uh, 
But the, if you look up faggots and peas on YouTube, it the is so funny. The fact that it's a real meal is it's why a real you meal. can say it's, it like that. And that's why me and Bobby you, think it's he, funny because the guy in the video is in on it. Yeah. He knows you shouldn't be saying the word, but it's a dish, and that's what it's called, and it was a dish before it was ever an insult. So, yeah, so, so. he's smiling the whole you got if you got to watch it to know how funny it is because the guys, and then he's probably he's from London, you yeah. know what I mean, and he's doing a cooking show and he's just psyched that he gets to say it without any recourse. But then the guy next to him is like, "This is all famous dish," you know, and yeah. he's all about <laughs> he's all about lamb lung and lamb anus like getting melded in, and then they use the you know whatever he grew up on he grew up on, he grew up on peas, it you know? exactly, dude. Play it on YouTube. I will and check then it out. Die so laughing. Laugh. But it's one of those things where I think for the episode, James, you gotta do the editing because faggots and pieces is an actual dish. You shouldn't. You shouldn't cut that at all. But any I'll other, cut the other ones. Any other time they say it, it gets cut because yeah. of like the context. Oh, yeah. That's that's funny to me. Yeah. That's where it. It's like you can say it in this context, but if you say it in that context, it's got to get bleeped. Can they do that on like? Never mind. But there was no, something. This, this no, is original. Is... No one's ever done this. That's original. Uh, I, I, you know, but the, the original thing. Is my, my, my dad said. My dad said it. And, but he's he's got you know he's got liver cancer. He's only got like a month left. You know. So <laughs> yeah. Give, give, him a, give him a break, everybody. Don't hate him. And then uh, I was like, Dad, you can't. And he's like, it's a, You could say it. And then he tells me that it's a real dish. And I'm like, It's not a real dish. And my mom's like, Unfortunately, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. So and you, then you, you were born here, though, right? I was born here. Cool, cool. And then, uh, but then you YouTube it, and then that—that that is just, it's 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 gold. And then I sent it to Bobby, and Bobby loved it. And then, uh, you know, I, but then you know that that got overshined because obviously the Dave Metz thing happened. But Bobby always likes to say like, you know, he was literally about to send it to Dave Metz when that that shit broke. And that you know, yeah, it sucks because you know that's that type of humor that he had to and. Basically, me and Bobby have the worst fucking humor that we think is the best humor. No, and then we I put us both a... together, and me and him love <laughs> That's fucking why I love doing it. I think, I think a lot of people who know you guys are going to be excited about it. I hope people who don't know you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, check out Hillary. When is it coming? You guys are like at a date where it's going to come out? Uh, no, a couple, more. a couple more weeks. We got to film where we got to record two more before we can release one. So. Uh -huh. Yeah, you want to have a few in the chamber. I guess, um, yeah. But be on the lookout. Saying. Be on the lookout. It's going to be called Hillary, which is obviously <laughs> named after Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Um, who Bobby had? Here's a little sneak peek of some of Bobby's humor. I don't know if you ever heard you any do any political type stuff, but um, Bobby has that joke where it's "fuck Mary Kill," where it's like, yeah. um, "fuck Donald Trump, Mary Bernie Sanders, and lock her up." Oh. Like he tries to get the crowd to do lock her up, but the crowd never jumps on board. Well, that's why it's the best. That's why it's hilarious. <laughs> that's yeah. why it's the best every so time. So funny, man. All right, dude, Todd. This has been a lot of fun having you on the podcast. I got to get you on again. Yeah. Because um, I think there's some more stories that we could dig into about Malaysia and some other stuff. And right. if, uh, post lawsuit, I'd like to get you on. To, so we right. Can hear how that one turns out. Uh, we're rooting for you. Well, you'll, for you'll, you. you'll hear it in the back. Yeah, baby. Get that motorcycle. Himalayan. All right, man. Um, th yeah, check out Hillary. Check out all the podcast on the People of Comedy Network. We got a lot of great ones. And you check out Joe's new album. The album will be out. Nice. Yeah, in a couple weeks. If you subscribe to the Patreon, Patreon subscribers, you get first crack. I'm going to release it to you guys uh, about a week before it gets released. To everyone else, but it comes out Thursday, June 20th. It'll be on iTunes and everywhere else. And then it's uh, the, it's going to be in clips on YouTube. I'm going to release it as a special on YouTube. 16 tracks, 16 clips, and then maybe we'll do like a little condensed uh, 10 to 15 minute version as well. Uh, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening to Kill Gowns Pub. Cheers.